0: Hi everyone. I'm Jamie, founder of Radically Alive Coaching, and I'm Caitlin, founder of Bu Beautifully Coaching. Welcome, welcome to, to Real, Real Women, Real, Women, Real Life. Life.
1: Hey, welcome everyone. So happy to have you all here. Today is really exciting because we have such a yummy, juicy topic. We're going to talk about intuitive eating, and intuitive eating is something that Caitlin and I have both discovered in our recent years and are falling in love with it. And so we're really going to dig into breaking free from diet fads and trends, and we're going to talk about honoring our bodies and nourishing ourselves in the best way that works for us.
0: Yeah. It's the very first step in starting to build your intuition, not necessarily just around eating food, but in all areas of your life. This, speaking energetically, the necessity for food and consumption and survival and stability, it all starts in your root chakra and that's where we want to start, right? That's building the intuition from the ground up, from our bodies Mm. into our hearts and into our minds and our souls.
1: Ooh, so good. I love that, and yeah, and I love um, I love this idea of building our intuition um, from the ground up. That's so true. It's just about being aware of what your body needs and what will make you feel your best. What will give you what will give you the energy you crave. What will give you the satisfaction that you crave. Um,
0: Yes. I feel like when we're looking, you know, to other people for guidance on on how to eat, on what to eat, on when to eat, all of these things, right? When we look to other people and follow their diet, we're really missing that piece of connecting with ourselves. Mm. It's all about really learning to connect like exactly like you said, Jamie. What do you need? What leaves you feeling the most nourished? What is your body craving?
1: Yes, Caitlin, I love what you said, especially about looking to other people, um, because I think that that's what we do. So when we talk about the diet fads and the diet trends and breaking that, we're really inviting you into kind of creating your own personal diet based on your needs and your wants. And so I know that we were having a little bit of a a wrap session before this podcast (laughs) talking about all the different diets out there, right? You've got keto. Keto. You got South Beach, you've got Atkins, like all these different diets. And when you think about it, all of these different diets, it's just one person one day did something that worked for them and then they slapped a fun label on it and started to sell it to people. Yeah. And so we want to invite you into the space of creating your diet. So if someone sees that you're so fit, you're so healthy your skin looks great, your hair looks great, you're feeling good, you're high energy. And they yeah. say, oh, what are you doing? It's just like, oh, well, I'm doing the Jamie Gantt diet. Um, or I'm doing the insert your own name here
0: diet. I love it. I love it so much because really, that's what, it, that's what it's all about. For every single individual that there is on this planet, there's a specific diet for you and it's all about using your intuition to really connect to what is that? Mm -hmm. We spend so much time looking outside of ourselves for all of these answers. Mm -hmm. It's just slowing down and really taking the time to go to check in, to check in with you and figure out what it, what you want Yeah. in terms of, you know, what you're eating. Yeah. And this can go beyond eating too, right? Like, like we said in the beginning, it's about building your intuition. We are just starting with food here. Mm-hmm.
1: What is intuitive eating? So, Caitlin, I know that you have a lot of really good insight on this. So hit me.
0: Oh, what is, what is intuitive eating? Simply, it's listening listening to your body, like listening to all the signals, you know, when your stomach grumbles, we know that means we're hungry, mm-hmm. right? And it's, it's learning to go deeper into that, into understanding how every single emotion we can connect back to what, what we're wanting to be nourished in our body. And it can start with food. Mm-hmm. Um, your body's communicating with every Item that you consume, you can start to recognize what's giving you energy and maybe what's taking energy away from you. And taking charge of those decisions and understanding that even though something might be taking away your energy, if you're enjoying it in that moment, enjoy it in the moment. Maybe don't take part in, in that indulgence all the time. And mm-hmm. again, it's really learning about being okay. And know, being okay with and knowing what decisions to make for you. And oh, letting go of good and bad. Mm. Letting go of the good foods and the bad foods. Again, it's, an, it's all about creating that balance for you and helping create the life that you wanna have through what you're eating because we have the energy to live the life that we want based on what we are consuming. Mm, mm-hmm.
1: I love the letting go of the good and the bad. I think that's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, basically making peace with our food, right? So instead totally. of this, oh, I can't eat that. That's bad for me. I can't eat that. That's bad. Oh, I've been so bad. I've been eating all of this food. Like to, to be able to just food is food. Mm-hmm. It's just,
0: there's no good. Yeah. There's no
1: bad it's just yes. food
0: it's just food and some of it makes us feel differently than others and mm-hmm. that's that's where we get to start with that intuitive eating mm-hmm. because what works for you might not work for somebody else mm-hmm. again like you said those Atkins and all of those other diets I'm not putting them down because they mm-hmm. absolutely work for the people that created them and a lot of other people out in the world we're talking about creating your specific diet mm-hmm.
1: You know what I think I really love about this idea of intuitive eating is because it's not even it's it's creating our specific diet based on what works for us, so when we say you know these other diets that are out there the atkins the mm-hmm. the south beach, the keto, whatever, to say that they work um it we're talking about working as in meeting the needs and goals or the needs and wants. Right. Mm-hmm. So I could say, yeah, I could do keto and, you know, lose 10 pounds, but am I going to be emotionally satisfied? Am I going mm-hmm. to, or am I going to feel like I'm miserable because I can't eat things that I want to eat or, or, mm-hmm. Um, do I, do I travel so much that, you know, prepping my food every Sunday for the entire week is just unrealistic? Like, can I not do that? So when we talk about what works, we're talking about what works in all aspects of your life, because you need to be fully nourished. You need to be emotionally satisfied. You need to be satiated from food. So you need to be satisfied from your food intake. But also satisfied, you know, with yourself. Like if, if following a quote-unquote healthy eating regimen is making you miserable, or you're stretching yourself thin trying to get your meal prep done, or I know there's a lot of those diets out there that they say every, eat every two hours. That will stress me the fuck out. I have tried following that <laughs> diet. I cannot eat every two hours. I have shit to do. I can't. I cannot eat every two hours. So it's just it's being realistic with what what works for you what works with your preferred lifestyle and what's going to make you feel good you shouldn't feel like you have to restrict yourself or beat yourself up for not following something exactly so that's what we mean when we say creating your diet that works for you
0: totally getting outside of that confinement of the like those rules like it has to be this way all the time and I love what you said right like sometimes eating every two hours does not work like just like the, your lifestyle doesn't allow for that mm. that's okay and that may change and that's okay too like nothing is set in stone and that's the coolest thing about tapping into that intuitive eating mm-hmm. is also understanding that that that's that's the gift is it can always change. Like you're not mm-hmm. stuck doing the same thing unless the same thing's working for you, all the power to it. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that, that flexibility. So, yeah. so when we talk about, you know, stepping into intuitive eating, one of the first ways to begin that process is really all of these diet mentalities that we've just discussed and all of these different ways of approaching a diet, just throw them all out the window. Just (laughs) chuck it. It's not going to serve you because it is all about what's working for you. And so that would be one of our first invitations is to give yourself permission to not follow some regimen exactly Mm -hmm. and to Instead, start discovering what works for you. And we've got some great ways to give yourself the space to discover what works for you. Mm -hmm. So I know, Caitlin, you've got some really good, fun exercises that we can do.
0: Yes. And I'm going to preface by saying intuitive eating is less about what you're eating and so much more about how you're eating like who you are and the emotion that you're going into it with like the uh, mm. so like number 1 is slowing down no matter what you're eating if you start slowing down you're going to start a a, a You're going to start to create a healthier communication with your body. You know, when we're eating so fast, we're eating and we're stressed out, and our body's not even absorbing anything that we're putting into it to the best of its ability, the simplest thing you can do for yourself is to slow down. Recommend 20-minute meal. I'm sure Mm. you've heard it already. It takes about 20 minutes for our body to actually recognize its fullness so when we slow down, not only do we allow our bodies to actually absorb what we're, we are eating, it gives ourselves the space to really tap in and tune into, am I full? Mm. Is this what mm-hmm. full feels like? Now I know. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, I also like what you said about like enjoying the food because how often have mm-hmm. you mindlessly polished off like a bag of potato chips or something while watching TV mm. and... Like you don't even remember what it tasted like. Like yeah. i am done. I mean, I don't know. If, have you ever experienced that? Like I'll eat yeah. something, <laughs> and then I look down and it's gone. I'm like, oh, did I eat that? Fuck. Yeah. I don't even remember what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. didn't even enjoy it.
0: Yeah, and those are the times when I I found myself reaching for something else to eat, thinking, oh, I'll enjoy this one. And it's like the same pattern. It's like I've I've eaten all of this stuff. I really didn't even enjoy any of it. Yeah. Now I feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> oh what a cycle. That, that's that emotional cycle when the simplest thing we can do is slow down, have that one thing that we wanted to indulge in, slow down and really indulge in it. Mm. Like on all levels, like chocolate cake. And it mm. that literally popped into my mind just enjoying it. Like instead of scarfing it down and going, I have to eat this so nobody sees and nobody knows and then not feel guilty. And then you end up feeling guilty because you scarfed it down and you didn't enjoy it at all. Yeah. (laughs) And really going, this is a choice that I'm making because I'm going to indulge in it. It smells delicious. The taste is just heavenly. And it brings me back to like all those times I've celebrated and eaten chocolate cake. Like make it so much more than just what you're eating. Mm. Mm-hmm. What are, what are some of your, your favorite tips?
1: Um, well, I love, first of all, this idea of slowing down. And that actually brings me into some of these other things. Um, because as we're talking about the, the slowing down and, and really fully enjoying. So you mentioned like the smelling and, and mm. the the full experience. Um, I think that's important, like indulging all of your senses. And it makes me think of the, the multitasking. So when you were talking about slowing down, it made me think of all the times I'm like watching TV and I'm basically inhaling this food. I don't even notice that I just ate it all. Like that's like the worst feeling in the world actually to be eating something and to look like, to think in my head there's more there for me to eat than to look down and see like an empty bag or an empty plate. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm out. Like I didn't even, like, it, it's, it's the worst feeling. I'm just like, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even really fully experience that food. Um, yeah. So I think to stop multitasking is a huge one, um, mm. especially, and this was a bad habit I picked up from my, my days in the corporate life, eating at my desk, eating while working, Mm -hmm. um, that I feel like that is the absolute worst thing you could do for your body. And it's the worst thing you could do for yourself mentally and emotionally, because you're really missing out on that whole food experience. Like food is delicious. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of healthy food out there. That's good. Or I'm going to say quote unquote healthy, what people would deem healthy food. That's very flavorful. And there's also food that could be deemed unhealthy because, you know, it's high in saturated fats, whatever, but it's still fucking delicious. <laughs> and if I'm going to eat it, I want to taste it. Like, I don't want to eat it so quickly that I miss out on it. Um, so to eat while you're working, you, you don't get to have the emotional experience. You don't get to fully taste, feel the, the flavors and the textures and all of that. Um, plus, you're working and it's stressful. So you basically are spending your whole day in high-stress mode, releasing all kinds of hormones that can, like, contribute to weight gain, and, yes. and you don't get to enjoy the experience. So you're basically – not only are you depriving yourself of, of food and nourishment in that way, mm-hmm. but you're, you're depriving yourself of joy. Like you're, you're not even, you're not even living, man. You're just shoveling food down your face and acting like a robot. Like we're not robots. We need to, we need to be allowed to enjoy the food that we're eating.
0: Absolutely. And that just like, that just had me thinking of, you know, I've, I've offered that, that 20 minute meal to clients before and. I've gotten the response of, how the hell do I do that? Because they've timed mm-hmm. themselves and it's like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and two of my, my comebacks, my comeback offer to mm. that is to help slow down, chew your food more. Mm-hmm. Most of us don't chew our food near, nearly enough. Yeah. Preferably about... 30 times is, you know, the goal. <laughs> but again.
1: Depending on what you're chewing as well, because 30 times it's going to disintegrate. Yeah. Depending on what you're, times, disintegrate. <laughs> yeah. on you're, you're disintegrates, eating.
0: you're good. Yeah. And when you said indulging in your senses, like something to just amp that up is mm. breathing. Mm-hmm. Breathing more while we're eating, taking a moment between bites. To just relish in that experience of whatever you're indulging in, whether it be quote unquote healthy or unhealthy, slow down, breathe, and really enjoy Mm -hmm. and make it like this sacred experience for yourself. Yes. Really set aside that 20 minutes, sit there and and eat and let that Mm. be what you're doing in that moment. Mm -hmm. let that be the the full experience
1: yeah you know what i actually really like to do this is so when i first was introduced to this idea of slowing down and doing like a 20 minute meal um and breathing between bites so a great thing you can do and i love this um is like put your fork down between bites like put Mm -hmm. your put your utensils down your cutlery whatever in between bites but one of my absolute favorite things to do is I love making yummy noises. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So when I'm eating something, especially mm. something that others would deem like bad food, um, which I don't buy into that anymore. Like I, I, I have let go of the whole good food, bad food. I, my food is my friend. Like I'm not, yeah. not going to be mad at food anymore for existing yeah. Um, and so but when I'm eating, and I'm really trying to indulge and like get into the experience, I will just make all kinds of yummy noises. And I'll do it at a restaurant by myself, too. I don't care. I have no shame. <laughs> I've done it before. I remember going to this Italian restaurant eating a tiramisu. And everybody was just like, mm. Oh, my God, that's so good. Oh, mm. I love this. And I'm talking to myself, but whatever. Like it, it was so yummy. So, yeah, that's my tip. Make yummy noises. It just adds to the experience.
0: And you know what? I love that. I love that so much because, honestly, as beautifully indulgent as it is for ourselves, just to, like, recognize and vocalize what we're enjoying, imagine the person that's created that that dish for you. If they were to see you, like, having that incredible experience. How awesome would that be? Like I made that tiramisu, and look at that woman over there. She's just like it all right? her glory, just mm, mm, mm. right. You <laughs> like mm. not only are you making your day, but you're making somebody else's day. Hundred percent. All because you're just choosing to fully be in the moment and enjoy the shit out of what you're eating.
1: Yeah, dude. So yeah.
0: true. Spread so the happiness. True. Yeah. <laughs> I Love it. I love Breath it. The
1: le- Spread the love. Spread the love. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think that's such a, and it really, and it it does add to the experience though. It really does. There's something about, there's just something about those yummy noises Mm -hmm. that really allows me to feel like, honestly, when I eat chocolate, like especially chocolate cake, that's one of my faves. I've legit, I feel it in my whole body. Like I get tingles and like, My heart races just a little bit. I mean, it's like, I mean, I have a deep-seated love affair with dark chocolate cake. Like (laughs) Chocolate cake and I, we are just, we love each other to the fullest degree of passionate love that
0: you could have with food. (laughs) (laughs) I was feeling that. Right? I mean,
1: legit, I feel it in my whole body. I'm just like, ah, like this is so good. And mm. I will – I mean, I'll take a solid 30, 35, 40 minutes to eat that chocolate cake because I'm eating every little bite. I'm eating it slowly. I'm rolling it around on my tongue. I'm feeling the texture. I'm feeling the flavors. I'm, I'm hitting all points of my palate on my tongue. I'm just
0: like, mmm, so good. The bat – oh, my God. I love it. As you – you know what? As you're explaining that, it's just tapping into – why eating like this is so important is you're enjoying it in that moment completely and fully in Mm. in all aspects. Mm -hmm. You get to go back to that at any moment. Yeah. You get to go, Oh my God, remember that chocolate cake and just like Mm. Mm reindulge in all of those senses, even if you're not eating it in that moment and like Mm -hmm. bonus. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about like racking up these moments in your life that just Mm. really feel fabulous. Yeah. Damn chocolate cake is one of them.
1: Mm. See, I feel fully if you can treat your food the way you would treat your lover, Mm. you'll be fine. Because honestly, how, you know, you think about spending time with that special someone in your life, you sit there and you carve out the space, you carve out the time. You soak up every moment because, you know, they might have to. What if you're not gonna see them later? Or you wanna just, you never know what could happen, right? So you're always trying to really spend that quality time with that person and you're making it a point to be fully present. So, and then when they're gone, like you miss them, but you remember and you can relive those experiences and all of it's the same thing, man. Make quality time for your food. It's that QT. It's important.
0: You know what? I love the connection you just made because I, f- I wonder how many people are feeling challenged with their eating mm. are also feeling challenged maybe in their relationships Ooh. Their connections with other people. Mm-hmm. It's this piece of you know, working on that intuitive connection to what you're eating and how you're treating yourself and your relationship with your food, it reflects in so many other areas of our lives. Mm -hmm. Build that strong relationship with you, your food, your intuition, let that trickle into all those other areas. Because exactly (sighs) like you said, when you have a good relationship with somebody, you want more, you want to experience it completely and fully with all parts and all, all, all parts of your being. Yes. You just want more and you're like, this is great.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Indulge and experience. Mm. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And you know, I really hope that those of you listening, I hope that you're feeling inspired to really enjoy your next meal. Um, Because it, it can really be such an amazing experience. And so, you know, Looking at, like we said, blocking off that meal time. And when you, as you are learning, you know, what these foods are that make you feel really good and how they impact your body. So, we spoke earlier about foods that give you energy, foods that deplete your energy or take energy away. Recognizing what those foods are and really using that to decide, like, how you want to feel. And Caitlin said, taking charge of your decisions. So just imagine being able to decide, I want to be high energy today because I have a lot of work to get done. And imagine knowing exactly what foods Mm. can give you that. And then if one day you wake up and you think, you know what, I don't have a lot to do today and I would really love to just get under my blankets and watch some Netflix today. What foods could you indulge in that might make you a little bit lethargic but it's okay to be lethargic that day because it's a lazy day so imagine being able to just say oh okay so for me today's a pizza day i'm not going to be doing much i don't need to move around i'm gonna eat some pizza right so you get to decide you get to you get to decide what are you going to feel that day
0: that's so amazing really Mm -hmm. being tapped in and aware of what our bodies and our minds are communicating to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so powerful. And food is like the number one first step to, to starting that journey. Y'all mm-hmm. have to eat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Facebook.com slash RWRL podcast.
0: Share something that you're indulging in and the hashtag RWRL podcast. Let us know what the entire experience is like for you so we can mm. indulge with you. Yes. And if there's anything, any topics that you want to hear Jamie and I discuss, we would absolutely love to hear from you and you can reach us at rwrlpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com. Thanks everyone for listening to our podcast. We are going to be putting these out
1: every two weeks. If you would like to keep up with us, don't forget to subscribe. And tell your friends.